Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Indeed, it is football week. We have big college football games. And then in a week, a week from Thursday, the National Football League kicks it off with Buffalo at the Rams. I don't know about you, but I can't freaking wait. But first, I want to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. Leak detection, water line repair, plumbing repair, bathroom plumbing new works is a full service plumbing solution no matter how small or how large your plumbing problem they've got a fix for you and remember if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem they will be there with their 24 7 service again for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com that's n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com on friday i previewed the nfc today We take a look at the AFC and what an unbelievable conference this is. Why don't we start in the best division in football? I don't think it's even close. The AFC West. All right, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Raiders. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with Kansas City. All right, the Chiefs, who lost in the AFC Championship game at home to the Cincinnati Bengals. They have some changes, all right? No longer will Tyreek Hill be the explosive weapon that Patrick Mahomes has had over the last couple of years as he has gone to Miami. So what did Kansas City do? They add Juju Schuster-Smith. And from what I can tell, Mahomes and Juju are on the same page, and that looks like that is going to be a big-time connection. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is still the man for Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. So I guess the question is, are the Chiefs still the team to beat in the AFC West? What's the saying? They're the team to beat until somebody proves that they can finish ahead of them in the standings. I don't know if Kansas City is as strong as they've been in the past, and I still think that they're going to miss the explosive play of Tyree Kill. I mean, say what you want. The guy was a home run ball, all right? He was a difference maker. Every time he had the ball in his hands, he could go the distance. So I think they're going to miss Tyree Kill. How could they not? But they have a great coach in Andy Reid. They have a system that works. They have a quarterback that is arguably the best in football, or certainly he is in the conversation when you talk about great quarterbacks. So to me, 
I still think the Chiefs win that division, but I don't think they win more than 11 games. Now, they have been dominant in the AFC West. All right, that has been their success in winning the division so often under Andy Reid. But I don't see them having that kind of success this year. All right, so I think you're looking at an 11 and 17 for the Kansas City Chiefs. So who finishes second in that division? I'm going to go in a roundabout way. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to finish last in that division. And I think it's going to be the Denver Broncos. I'm not as high on the Broncos as a lot of other people. Yes, I know they have a legitimate quarterback in Russell Wilson. All right, they do. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But I'm looking at the team. I'm looking at their strengths. I'm looking at their team on paper compared to the Raiders and the Chargers. And I like the Raiders team and the Chargers team a little bit better than Denver. They met at the end of the season in a game in which, had they tied, they both would have made the playoffs. As you remember, the Raiders won by a field goal. Staley with a very controversial decision on his own 18 in the third quarter, going for it on fourth and short. But that's how he coaches. That's how the Chargers play. He has faith in his team. They gamble. They roll the dice. Let's start with the Chargers, okay? Certainly, defense was an issue last year, particularly against the run. And in that loss against the Raiders, they could not stop the run. So what did they do? They went out and they made several additions on the defensive side of the ball, including Khalil Mack, who reunites with Staley from when he was an assistant coach in Chicago. Derwin James is the real deal. Bose is the real deal. Now they have Khalil Mack. I don't know if Mack is as great as everyone makes him out to be, but he is certainly going to be an addition on that Chargers defense. Quarterback-wise, they have one of the best in the business in Justin Herbert. I could see the Chargers winning 10 games, maybe more, but I could see them going in double-digit victories. They're the real deal. And I know one thing, the game on September 11th down at SoFi to start the season with the Raiders and the Chargers is going to be an absolute dandy. All right, so what about the Raiders? Well, new coaching staff, new front office, new vibe, new standout wide receiver in Devontae Adams. But here's some issues that I see with the Raiders. I start with their offensive line. I think that's still a big question mark. I look at the defense. I still don't think it's great. Um, I don't even know if it's very good. I think that is an area that is still a point of concern. Derek Carr now has zero excuses. Not that he's ever made an excuse. He's not that type of a guy. He is all in all the time with his team. He's loyal. Uh, He's a leader. He is somebody that could throw for 5,000 yards this year. All right? When I look at the weapons, they have one of the best tight ends in football in Waller. They now add, obviously, a stud wide receiver in Adams. They can run the football. They should be able to go up and down the field and put a lot of points on the board. I could also see the Raiders winning double-digit games. I could see them going 10-7. and Absolutely could see that happening. I could see the Chiefs and two other teams in that division being wild cards. I could see three teams in that division going to the postseason. That's how good it is. As a matter of fact, if you don't see three teams from that division going to the postseason, I would be surprised. Now, the other thing that I always look at, schedules. And I'm looking at the Raiders, who open up, as I said, at the Chargers, then home against Arizona, at Tennessee, home Denver, at Kansas City before they have their bye week. 
That's going to be an interesting start. But then here's the part in December, their last three games at Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be that good this year, but home San Francisco and home Kansas City. So I always like to look at the front end and the back end of schedules. All right, so now you look at the Chargers. Again, they are at home to the Raiders in week one. And as I said, I think that's as good as any game on the card to begin the season. Now, I know you play 17 games, but here's the difference in the schedule. After the Raiders, the Chargers have a very difficult game in week two at Kansas City. So if they don't lose, excuse me, if they don't beat the Raiders in week one, they could be looking at an 0-2 start, although they did beat Kansas City last year in KC. Then it gets easy. Home Jacksonville, at Houston, at Cleveland, home Denver, home Seattle, by week at Atlanta. So I like the Chargers to really get on a roll after their first two games. So you want me to call it? I'm going to call it. Chiefs win the division. Raiders and Chargers will be wild cards. All right, let's go around and look at some of the other divisions. And why don't we start with the AFC North? Obviously, you got the Deshaun Watson situation. He's going to be out until uh, deep into the season. I don't see the Cleveland Browns doing anything with Jacoby Brissett. Now, I think Jacoby Brissett is a little bit better than people give him credit for. I think he is a suitable starting quarterback. But I don't think you win and go to the playoffs with with Jacoby Brissett. And I also look at that Browns team, and I can't put them ahead of Cincinnati. I can't put them ahead of Pittsburgh. To me, when I look at that division, it is a two-team race in the AFC North. And those two teams are Cincinnati and Baltimore. The Bengals had a storybook year last season. To me, they're only going to get better. I think they fixed their offensive line. They need to fix their offensive line because Burrow got killed. He was sacked way too often. And then you have Baltimore and their experience and Lamar Jackson. I think Cincinnati is going to win this division. All right? I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are one of the top four teams in the AFC. Here's their schedule. Home Pittsburgh, at Dallas, at the Jets, home Miami, at Baltimore, at New Orleans, home Atlanta, at Cleveland, home Carolina before their bye week. Again, they should beat Pittsburgh at home. Interesting matchup, week two in Big D. They should beat the Jets, and then they have the Dolphins at home, Tua, Tyreek Hill and company, before they have that first matchup against the Baltimore Ravens on the road on the 9th of October. Again, interesting schedule because at the end of the season, a game that could really determine a lot, they're at home, the Bengals are, to the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Bengals go 12-5 and this year. I think they grew up a lot last year. Again, I can't forecast injuries. You can't forecast injuries. But I'm looking at the Bengals and I think they go 12-5. and five. All right, what about the Baltimore Ravens? Could I see them being a wild-card team? I could. I need a little more consistency from Lamar Jackson. I get the fact he's been an MVP. I get all of that, all right? But he's been a little Jekyll and Hyde uh, the last year or two for my liking. That needs to settle down. They have the Jets on the road, home Miami, at New England, home Buffalo, home Cincinnati, All right, before they go easy at the Giants, home Cleveland, at Tampa, at New Orleans. Again, they're well coached. That's next man up mentality in Baltimore. I could see 
them winning 10 games. I don't see them winning more than 10 games, but uh, to me, they're good. Uh, again, injuries could depend or certainly dictate how that division goes. But I've got Cincinnati. I'm going to tell you right now, I think they win 12 games. AFC South, just not very good. Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Tennessee should win that division by default. Now, we know what happened in the playoffs last year. All right, Ryan Tannehill was terrible in the playoff loss, but they got Derrick Henry. They play very good defense. They're very well coached, and Jacksonville's going to be a little bit better, but they're not going to be ready to win the division. Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, I don't see the Colts winning the division, although I think they could be, you know, nine wins. Best best case scenario, 10 wins, but I don't see that. And Houston's a non-playoff team as well. So by default, to me, the Tennessee Titans win that division. All right, let's go to the AFC East. Buffalo is your clear-cut divisional winner. I don't see Miami, the Jets, the Patriots really challenging the Buffalo Bills. Do the Bills have any weaknesses? Mm, Not really. They have a team that, you know, due to bad coaching, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs a year ago in the playoffs. It was a horrible job by the coaching staff. But how about this schedule? They open up this season next Thursday at SoFi against the Rams. Then they're home Tennessee. Then they're at Miami, at Baltimore, home Pittsburgh, at Kansas City. Now, you talk about a brutal schedule, right? Again, Rams on the road, Tennessee at home. That's on a Monday night, all right? So they got a nice break between week one and week two. They go from Thursday night, and they don't play again until Monday night. Then they're at Miami. We'll get to them in a moment. Then they're at Baltimore. And as I said, home Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Very difficult schedule. They also have Green Bay at home this year. All right? They have Minnesota at home this year. So they got some very difficult games. But with that said, I could see the Buffalo Bills winning 12 or 13 games. I think they are that good. I think that Josh Allen is the real deal. They grew up a lot last year in the postseason. And to me, they are not only the team to beat in the AFC East, I think they're the best team in the AFC period. I put them ahead of Kansas City. I put them ahead of Cincinnati or Baltimore. I put them ahead of everybody else. I think they are that good. All right? I think this could be the year for the Buffalo Bills. Then you get to the Miami Dolphins, and Tua has now an incredible offense to work with They get Armstead, the left tackle from Atlanta. He's a stud. So that takes care of that situation. They get Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs. They have Mac Jones in New England in week one. They're at Baltimore in week two. Buffalo week three at Cincinnati in week four. They should be able to beat New England. Buffalo, excuse me, Baltimore, interesting matchup. Then Buffalo and at Cincinnati. Tough start to the schedule. But then it gets easy. And I say easy, divisional games are never easy. But at the Jets, home Minnesota, tough game. Home Pittsburgh should not be a problem. At Detroit, at Chicago, home Cleveland. They got a chance to really get on a roll, a big-time roll in the middle of the season. Now, December is not going to be kind to the Miami Dolphins. You ready for this? At San Francisco on the 4th, a week later, at the Chargers, then at Buffalo, Three road games. Ready for this? The 4th, the 11th, and the 18th. 
at San Francisco, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, home Green Bay, at New England, home the Jets. To me, that will be the downfall of the Miami Dolphins. That's murderer's row right there. Defense of the Niners, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, home Green Bay, at New England in the cold. That, to me, is going to be murderer's row. And for that reason, I do not think the Miami Dolphins will make the playoffs. I look at the AFC. I think it's Buffalo. I think it's Cincinnati. I think it's Kansas City. Could I see the Chargers be in that conversation? Yes. Could I see the Raiders being in that conversation? Yes. I mean, I could. I think this division is going to be must-see week in and week out. And I think the Buffalo Bills have a very good chance to go win the SoFi next Thursday and win a road game against the Rams. I think the Bills are a better team than the Rams, and I actually think the Bills will win that game a week from Thursday. So there you have it. I like the Bills to win the AFC East, Cincinnati the North, the Titans to win the South, and the Chiefs to win the West. Here are my teams that I think could definitely be in the playoffs. All right? I think the loser of the AFC North could between Baltimore and Cincinnati. And obviously, all the teams in the AFC West could be playoff teams, including Denver, even though I'm not picking them to be in the playoffs. All right? Absolutely. But to me, the best team in the AFC are the Buffalo Bills. And Bills fans, I think you're going to be breaking a lot of tables this year and getting crazy because I think your team is going to the big show in February. I think you're a Super Bowl team. I really do. Let's now get to our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I will answer your question on Friday's podcast. Speaking of Friday's podcast, my guest will be Chris Landry of LandryFootball.com. Jake wants to know, what was the first pro sports game you went to? It was a New York Giants football game. I was three years old, and I know you're going to think this is crazy, I do remember watching Y.A. Tittle play, and I remember a pass to Del Schaffner that was near us uh, in the corner of where our seats were at the bleachers in Yankee Stadium. That's all I really remember, obviously, from that game. But, um, yep, three years old. Giants, I don't even know who they were playing, but that was the first game that my dad took me to. Uh, Sam wants to know, what's your take on Wes Welker not being granted disability? I think the whole thing with disability and everything with retired players in the NFL just doesn't really make sense to me. It really doesn't. Matt wants to know, should Kobe's number be retired across the league next? No, I don't think so. I mean, if you're going to retire his number across the league, you have to retire Michael Jordan's, right? And Larry Bird's, right? And Magic Johnson's, right? I mean, I know he died tragically and I get all of that, but no. His jersey, in my opinion, should not be retired across the league. And again, I had all the respect in the world for him as a player. I'm, I, I understand where I'm coming from, but the answer to me is no. Jake wants to know, is it reasonable to suspend Aaron Donald for the practice fight? I think he should be suspended. I mean, what happened was ridiculous, egregious, and uh, it's absurd what goes on in some of these practices these days when they're practicing against other teams. So I don't think he gets suspended. But would it be reasonable? Absolutely. Corey wants to know, how long is it going to take for the minor leagues to unionize? Well, I just saw the ML uh, Players Association, MLBPA, is trying to get the minor leagues unionized. So when you say how long is it going to take, probably not that long. Jay wants to know, what are your expectations 
for the Magic this year. Not very high. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they'll win 30 games. I think they're going to be a pretty bad team. Mike wants to know if I've listened to Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan. Only excerpts. I will listen to it, uh, but I have not listened to the entire podcast as of yet. Josh wants to know, did it make any sense playing college football in Ireland to you? No, it made no sense to me to have Nebraska and Northwestern play over in Ireland. I don't understand that. I really don't. Brian wants to know, do you think Pat Beverly will start over Westbrook? Well, Brian, why don't we wait and see whether Westbrook is going to be on the team when the season begins? There's still trade talks going on, so why don't you ask me that question when we get to October, and I think that I'll have a much better idea of answering that. Martin wants to know, isn't it amazing Zion made almost $100 million before ever playing a game in the NBA? Yeah, he had an amazing shoe deal. That's the way it is in this day and age. With professional athletes getting a ton of money before they ever step onto the court or the field or what have you. All right, that's just the way it is. I mean, good for Zion Williamson, right? $100 million before he even laces up his shoes, good for him. Because he hasn't earned it since he's been in the league because he's been hurt all the time. And that is our Q&A, thanks to CrowdUltra. Again, just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on Friday's podcast. It's time for Grant. Today's rant is brought to you by Sky Oak Capital, a financial planning and wealth management firm. As an SEC registered investment advisor, Sky Oak Capital's primary focus is protecting your assets by mitigating risk while providing returns to allow you to retire comfortably. Just go to skyoak.com for more information and to take a free risk analysis. Views and opinions expressed by this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of Sky Oak Capital. How about Jim Harbaugh, huh? What's the saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. He has said he's going to start Cade McMara this week and J.J. McCarthy the following week. Are you ready for this? He was asked about his decision and how he came about it. His answer, it's really based biblical. Solomon, he was known to be a pretty wise person. Let me ask you this. Name me the last team that you can remember being successful starting two quarterbacks and having a rotating quarterback system. It doesn't work. And Jim Harbaugh is now referencing the Bible for his decision with Cade McNamara and J.J. McCarthy. Good luck to the Michigan Wolverines. Because two starting quarterbacks just doesn't seem to ever work. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Again, don't forget, coming up on Friday, Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com and my special charity event September 12th at Bennett's Kitchen Bar on Eureka Road in Roseville. You can check out my social media sites, whether it's at Grant Napier Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I've got all the information and the links. It's a charity event. I would love to have you out there on September 12th. And oh, yeah, by the way, guess what? I'm getting my head shaved. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm getting my head shaved. You can come watch. We can have fun September 12th, all right, at Bennett's in Roseville. Have yourself a fabulous day. Look forward to having you here on Friday if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.